There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Emily. Emily. Hello. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Doing awesome. I got your three headlines here. You just have to pick the real one and you get Q102 stuff. All right. (laughs) Okay. So which one is it? Is it A, a guy faked a kidnapping to get out of work for the day? Is it B, woman calls 911 47 times claiming her cat had kidnapped her? Or C, Florida man fakes kidnapping to get out of having sex with his wife? Uh, let's go with B. No, I'm sorry. I wish it was, because that's my favorite. <laughs> it's actually A. Yeah, I guess uh, what happened here is a 19-year-old guy named Brandon Sewells from Coolidge, Arizona. Uh, earlier this month, cops found him near a water tower with his hands tied behind his back and a bandana stuffed in his mouth. He told the cops he'd been kidnapped by two men in masks who knocked him out drove him around, and then dumped him by the water tower. Well, the police investigated, and they couldn't find any evidence he had been kidnapped because surveillance videos didn't back up his story, and there were some inconsistencies in it, too. So on Wednesday, Brandon was arrested for making a false report. He wound up admitting he had made up the entire thing just so he could get out of his job at a tire shop for a day. That was the that was the reason. The main, you must really hate your job <laughs> if you got a fake kidnapping. He informed us that he was hit in the head and stuffed in a car in front of his home. After we showed him all the information, he informed us that he at first stuffed a bandana in his mouth, and afterwards he took off his own belt and bound his hands, laid on the ground, and scooted out near the side of the road where somebody could see him and waited. He admitted that he fabricated the story. Uh, because he didn't want to go to work. Well, after he was arrested, they fired him. So, you know, maybe in the big picture, this worked out okay. (laughs) Not so bad after all. He no longer has that job to go to anymore. It is a little before 7 o'clock. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Um, I have a story to share that is, that was really just kind of shocking to me, something that I found out about my family over the course of last week when I was gone. Is this more shocking than other stories, other things you found out about your family in the past? Because you have some really interesting things that have happened in your 
family history. Really interesting. Things. Really interesting. Is it Crazy like that show things. on PBS where they deep dive into your DNA and they find out you're related to, you know, King George or something crazy like that? Maybe. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. A family bombshell I will share with you coming up next. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, check the roads. Here's Tori and I with your latest Q102 track. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 11 after 7. Uh, starting off wet and windy. Uh, rain will move out. And then uh, just cloudy skies the rest of the day. Temperatures dropping back into the upper 30s. Right now it's 40 at Cincinnati's Q102. So I took last week off. I, I was around. But I just I, I had so much to catch up on uh, after, you know, dealing with my mom's passing and her funeral. I had, you know, two weeks worth of mail on my desk and I just had a lot of stuff, stuff to take, to care, take of. care of. Sure. Right. And um, so I'm doing that. I'm getting a lot done. Getting a lot of rest, getting a lot of sleep. It's mm-hmm. all good. Which is nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And on Thursday. So I have had this woman who has been trying to get a hold of me. For some time now. It's all making sense right now, Jeff, <laughs> because someone had reached out on Instagram and said, tell Jeff to answer his Facebook messages. Yeah. And I said, it's best if you email him. <laughs> and I sent her your email. Did she finally get a hold of you? She hit me up on every platform, which, you know, people do that. I mean, yeah, we, we sure. get stuff from people. and Not unusual. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> I'm bad at replying on all of them. Um, but this woman somehow got a hold of my phone number. Oh, damn. And so at this point. Well, you've given it out on the air before. <laughs> you have. Just quickly. You have. Not yeah. myself. Yes, yes, you, you did. have. Yeah, really? you have. Because uh. Jen and I both were like, what? And you were like. You did ah. it really fast. You went. And then you. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440. Or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So what are the odds someone's going to know that or write that down fast? Oh. And then people started texting you. Well, anyway, she's got like the, the resources of... a a TV news reporter or a newspaper reporter. Like she has databases and she uses the investigative tools. She could be a PI if she wanted to be. Okay. Uh, Anyway, what she does is she helps adoptees find their birth parents. Okay. And evidently there is a woman. Do you have a baby? Oh, man. I do not have a baby. However, I do have a sister that I didn't know I had. Wow. Yes. Where? An older sister. Older and than you? from your mother or from your father? From my father. Wow. Okay. Wow. Mind-blowing. So your your biological father. Yes. That 
split from your mother when you were two. Yes. And kind of just was out of the picture for the majority of your childhood. Yes. Had another daughter. Was he aware of this daughter? We don't think so. <gasps> we don't think he had any idea. Knew. And she was adopted out? What she do you was mean? Ado- was she was adopted or she was raised by her biological mother? No, she no, she was adopted. She went through an adoption agency. She was given up. Her biological mother gave, gave her, her up. up for adoption. Okay. Wow. She was adopted by loving parents. She was raised with two other siblings. I think another another sibling was also adopted. Okay. They they were raised in New Hampshire. And she lived most of her life here in the U.S. She got married. She had kids. She was told she knew she was adopted, like, yeah. as early as age seven or eight. Uh-huh. Um, but in those days, you didn't have access. You you could not, based, based on the laws in the state of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. there was no way, if, if the adoption records were sealed, you were out of luck. Right. Well, they changed the law sometime within the past 15 or 20 years, and she was able to obtain a birth certificate with her birth mother's name on it. So once she had a name, she could start the process of learning, you know, where she came from. Not that she, not that she wasn't a happy and complete person prior, but she was curious. Yeah, and yeah. Sure. you know, we all crave a sense of connection and belonging, and at least knowing where we came from and wanting to understand. Yeah, and also, you know, you get to, to places in your life where you start to possibly have some medical issues that right. you don't know could be right. Yeah. Wow. Genetic. Yeah. So. They, she, so she gets a name, and unfortunately, her birth mother had passed away, mm-hmm. but her sister was, is still alive. Okay. So she was able to talk to her, and she learned, evidently, that uh, my father and her sister evidently didn't know each other that well. Like, they, they were never married. Mm-hmm. It doesn't appear that they were in any committed relationship. Okay. But... Yeah, they, so we're thinking How like either that? a random hookup or one night stand or something. So how'd they find you? Uh, this is the interesting part. So oh, that's it. This is the interesting part, right? I've, all this is very interesting so far. Well, she was kind of disappointed because you know once once she kind of got the story, the family kind of distanced themselves from her. Like they just, you know, she was kind of hoping that they could have some kind of relationship because. Uh, she had had a husband, and she, they had a son, and she thought, you know, maybe we could at least talk. But they didn't seem interested. She was hurt, but she was like, okay, that's fine. So she moved on with her life, never really knowing who the dad was, because if you look at the birth certificate, there's no name mentioned. Okay. So anyway, there was a DNA yep. hit. <laughs> and if you recall, the four of us. We did our yep. Ancestry.com thing. or whatever. Yep. Yes, we did. And so it's out there, and you can share if someone requests it. Oh, you can yeah. share your DNA to other sites because not everybody's on Ancestry. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of different websites out there, mm-hmm. but you can cross cross reference. Mm-hmm. And based on the research and the birth certificates and the names that were floating out there, they had it Figured narrowed out. down, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so they found me. They asked if I would share it. I said, sure. And it blew up. Wow. Off the charts. Yeah. Siblings. And we, and we checked it with like all of the different sites just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a genetic genealogist take a look at it. Evidently, these things are measured based on like CMs, which I forget what that stands for. But 
it's without question. Yeah. Like yeah. you have a hundred out of a hundred pot, like, right. like they range it from zero to 100. Yeah. You guys and they're very related. specific that we yeah. share the same father. Yeah. yeah. This is happening. Oh, cool. Uh, I mean, this is happening a lot. I know someone who with the same thing, this is kind of a funny story because it was a gift from her mom, the testing, because the mom thought it would be fun. Not even thinking. Come to find out, the daddy she thought was her daddy wasn't her daddy. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, and it was the mother. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah. Whoops. <laughs> have you decided to contact this sister? We've already like, spoke. You guys have. Oh, that was great. My next question. Yeah. So, what was that like? We, did you fill her in on like the deets that you knew about dad? We we did the best we could to answer each other's questions yeah. because I had so many. I'm like, well, wait, when did this happen? Like, when did this? Because how much older is she than you? Three and a half years, about three and a half years. Okay. And my mother, it's funny the things you forget because I vaguely remember my mother telling me that my father, my biological father, had been married before her. So immediately I was assuming, I was thinking, it was his this is a child from his previous marriage. But he never mentioned any other kids. My never, my mother never mentioned it. And I just, you know, I, I think my mother would have known if there was a child from the previous marriage. But then I thought, oh, maybe not. And she said, no. My my biological mother and our biological father were not married. It seems that this was a random hookup based on the dates. And that's oh. so funny because random hookups back in those days. Yeah. So, oh, they, right. <laughs> they happen just as much as I they mean, happen now. You get, they just don't have Twitter. Well, unmarried, you know, unmarried women who were pregnant in our parents' yes. generation oftentimes were sent away to have the baby. Right. Because oh, yeah. it brought so much shame to the family. Yeah. So it is our belief that she, when she discovered she was pregnant, she she either didn't tell him, she either hid it from him, or she didn't know how to tell him. Yeah. And wow. so, or maybe she wasn't even in contact with him anymore. That's very possible, too. Wow. So where did you, like, does she still live in New Hampshire? Nope. Uh, she was, she met a guy while she was vacationing in Montana. She was on a ski trip in Montana. She met a guy who lived in Canada who was also vacationing. And they got married, and so she immigrated to Canada, so now she lives in Saskatchewan. Wow. That's cool. Are you guys going to get together? Like, or is Family this? Family reunion? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when we're allowed to go to Canada, you why probably not? probably always wanted to visit Regina. <laughs> <laughs> While you're there, you can go see Bleeps Creek. Maybe she's there familiar with the area. Do you, yeah. do you look a lot like your biological father? Um... Oh yeah, oh. what does she look yeah, like? Yeah, does she? Do you and she share any? We we don't think we do. Yeah, yeah. I want to see. What's but, her? Are you allowed so to funny. say her name? Oh, so get this. Her name is Julie. Oh, oh. and you already You're, have a sister. Yeah. yeah, you have two Julies. I have two sisters named Julie. Oh. Top that. What are the? Are you going to call them like one? Julie one and Julie two? And who is Julie one and Julie two? So my. Youngest sister, Julie, said that uh, she is officially Julie number one. Okay, good. Because yeah. she was in your life first that you are aware of. Right. Uh, so she said, uh, consider the Julies in your life bookends. <laughs> at the oldest and the youngest. There you go. Yeah. So. Wow. How did your other sisters take this news that you have this random sister you just uh, found good, out Good. Just shocked. Blown away. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean. Like, I think we would have known. Like, how could we, how did we not know this? Yeah. But I guess, you know, who knows what 
your parents did yeah, before they man. got together. I know. <laughs> I just, this is that is one really interesting thing. I think this is happening to a lot of people yeah. right now. They're finding out they've got That's all these wild. different things going on. I wonder when they came up with all this DNA testing thing if they had even thought for a second that what kind of family drama they would be stirring up. Well, and she had a thousand questions about my father, but I didn't have, you know, I didn't have a lot to yeah, tell her I because I didn't know my father that well. Um, you know, he visited a couple times and I visited him once and we would have like a phone conversation once a year. He would call me on my birthday, but I, I didn't have a lot to tell her. Yeah. Did you have any pictures yeah. of him to share with her or anything? I did. So this is the other thing. When my mother passed away and I had to go back to Boston for the funeral, you know, I went in the house and I, I just kind of looked around to see if there was, because I didn't know when the next time would be that I'd be back there. And so, you know, I had a locksmith there. I had to change the locks on the house. And before I left, I grabbed a couple of photo albums that were the oldest photo albums that I know we have Mm -hmm. that that were the most important to me that contain all of my baby pictures and all of the pictures of not just my dad, but my mom and dad when they were together. Mm -hmm. How cool. So I was able to share with her because she had no idea what he looked like. So I was able to luckily share my photos with her that I would not have had had my mother not passed away. Yeah. What an interesting story. Right. So, and part of that is, part of the story is, you know, it's no secret that my mom was a hoarder. And so not only were things hard to find, some things that we thought were lost forever, some were buried in that house, but she wouldn't let anybody go near or through her things. Mm-hmm. So... I, I wouldn't There's have had a treasure trove there. You just don't know what all you're going to find. I, you're right. Did you guys leave it where you're going to keep in contact now? Like you and the sister, you know, like, is she listening online to the show? I, I don't know about that, <laughs> but we, you know, we're friends on Facebook. Uh, we did have a phone conversation and. That's so cool. Yeah. You know, I, she, we got each other's contact information and yeah. My other sister, they're in contact, so. Wow. Wow. There it is. That's That's crazy. Yeah. So I also had to tell her the the story that I knew about my dad because part of what made her search so difficult is a lot of things. One is my legal name is not what my birth name was. Right. And then you add to that, you know, I use an alias at work. Jeff mm-hmm. Thomas, which is just how people know me professionally. Mm-hmm. But everybody knows I was born Michael McGurdy. It's not a secret I keep. It's just these are the two identities that because of my job and my mm-hmm. my life that it's just how things played out. So I legally changed my name to merge my legal name and my professional name to help reduce confusion. Mm-hmm. But for someone who's trying to find you, all it does is <laughs> add to the confusion. Yeah. Sure. Right? On top of that, my father's side of the family is really incomplete because of a family scandal in his life. Mm -hmm. And this is a story that I've told on this show before, but I'll tell it again if you haven't heard the story. My father discovered around the age of 12 that his parents were were actually his grandparents. His grandparents raised him as their own. But he didn't know about that until much later in life. His birth mother, 
was who he thought was his older sister by like 19 years. Mm-hmm. So one day his mother or who the woman he thought was his mother, who's actually his grandmother was scolding him or yelling at him or chastising him for something and let it slip. You're just like your mother. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, what? Huh? I thought you were my mom. What do you mean? And that's when the cat was officially out of the bag. But I I have been, I've hit roadblock after roadblock in trying to figure out, you know, what do we know about his, well, the woman he thought was his older sister who turned out to be his mother. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know who his father was, who would have been my grandfather. Yeah. And it's been said that she may not have known either. Mm. But I couldn't even find a death certificate on her. Wow. And that's mysterious because I was told, as it was explained to me, that she lived in a walk-up. Okay. And one day she was climbing this flight of stairs with groceries, bags of groceries in both hands, slipped, fell, toppled over, fell down the stairs, broke her neck, and was killed. Oh, wow. That's the story that my mother explained to me. But I never talked about this with my father because we had so few precious conversations. Yeah. I don't know that I felt comfortable going there in the first place. And, you know, when when you have a rare moment with your biological father, it's just that was... The last thing on your mind. It was not my first go-to. Right. Now, how old was your dad when she died? I don't know. I I don't know if she was even alive when he found out. Oh, wow. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, so I understand, like, Julie's whole point. Julie, uh, Julie, your older sister? Or the Julie, new your, sister, uh, Julie, my older sister. sister. My new sister, <laughs> right. My newly <laughs> discovered new, sister. The new sister, old sister. <laughs> Julie, too. We're going to She her. was so respectful and so cautious and just so afraid, I think, that she was going to spook me or freak us out because that's kind of what her experience has been thus far. Seemed to be mm-hmm. when she was on the search for her birth mother. Wow. Yeah. Does she, does Julie too have kids and like, do you have nieces and I think nephews? she said she's got three kids. Wow. Yeah. yeah. How crazy. I know. Yeah. Wild. I know. I'm so. kind of interested in exploring this new opportunity with this sister. There you go. Like you have no idea. You guys could be so alike and have no idea. You I know? know. I mean, you could be. I mean, be. this is, you know, the, the sisters who I know. My two younger sisters who I grew up with and have known my entire life, the three of us could not be more different. But maybe she's well, the one that you're you more sure like. sure that yeah. they're your sisters? Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have do. they had the DNA testing done? Have they done all no. of that stuff? Well, there you go. That's what you're getting them for Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should give them all that tube to spit in. <laughs> Let's double check some things. So bizarre. Right. What, so, what a cool vacation you took. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't know and and they said that the genealogist and and Julie and everybody involved said that my mother's passing with the obituary out there on legacy and hitting the internet, you know, helped them fill in some of the blanks with names. So, mm-hmm. this had been the investigation. They were getting hot as late as January 2nd. 
But, you know, when my mother passed away, her date of death was January 19th, and then the obituary went out shortly after that. When they discovered that, it just sort of fast, like everything just went warp speed at that point. Back to point. full yeah. circle, yeah. Right? yeah. Wow. So there it wow, is, guys. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.